Hello and uh, welcome to the six o'clock news with uh, Alec Milne and uh, Howard. What's his name? Warren. Warren. <laughs> yes. Uh, Thank you. <coughs> excuse me. Um, well, the, the main news today, of course, is it's on everybody's lips. Uh, the Oscars. That was the main news that was yesterday. Last, that was yesterday. Yes. Uh, this earthquake. Yes. Um, yes. The Sounds earthquake. Sounds quite bad, doesn't it? Let's find some news on that. <laughs> Apparently There's the been some technical difficulties today. Half the news team haven't turned up, the ones who are supposed to bring the news. So it's going to be a bit um, shambolic. So. <laughs> uh, yes, um, let me get the microphone in a good position so I can read this. Householders are clearing up the, assess uh, the assessing and assessing the damage in the aftermath of the biggest earthquake in the UK for nearly 25 years. Insurance experts have said uh, claims for structural damage and broken belongings were set to run into tens of millions of pounds. People across the UK reported feelings, uh, feeling the tremor just before 1 o'clock in the morning last night. The epicentre of the 5.2 magnitude quake was near Market Raisin, Raisin in Lincolnshire. The British Geological Survey, BS, BGS, said it had received reports of people having left the tremor from uh, as far as, having felt the tremor as far as Bangor in Northern Ireland, Harlem in Holland, and Plymouth in Edinburgh. Scientists said that while the tremor was small on a global scale, they described the earthquake as a rare beast and significant for the UK. They said they believed that the earthquake could have been caused by an old fault line in the East Midland rupturing. Uh, Norwich Union, the UK's largest general... Uh, well, now you know about Was that like Norwich Union? Did they, are they to blame in some way? <laughs> Apparently, yes. Yes, they have underground mole men civilizations <laughs> who have big drums and I cause all the earthquakes in the world... Apparently to Howard. <laughs> I and did always suspect. Yes. <laughs> uh, Norwich Union, uh, the UK's largest general insurer, said it began to receive calls within hours of the tremor. Jason Harris, senior claims manager, said the firm had received a number of calls overnight and expected further claims to be made when the extent of the damage became more clear. I'm going to put this microphone in this. Is that better? Can you hear me, Howard? I could hear you before, actually. <laughs> but I couldn't see the screen very well with both eyes. Uh, he said that at the moment these... Stop rustling. <laughs> Distracting. It's not me who's rustling. I'm rustling. Uh, the newspaper uh, is rustling paper. itself. This is the news which I'll be reading in a second. He said at the moment these are reports of, ma of uh, mainly minor damage, such as tiles off roofs, <gasps> breakage inside the homes, <gasps> and brick walls collapsing. <laughs> the Association of British Insurers uh, said claims were likely to run into, t into the low tens of millions of pounds. But a spokesman said one event of this nature it will not push up premiums across the board. Good news for us all. Mm. Insurers expected to deal with these incidents. I think that kind of goes without saying. Yes, I, th I think so too. So I wasn't um, even listening. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> some, I was uh, reading the paper. some stuff afterwards, which isn't very interesting. Just some. It's a very long article, isn't it? It's a very long article, but it is I the mean, BBC. Know, they I do like it. to talk about themselves quite a bit. I know the earthquake is quite a big story because it doesn't happen every day, but actually goes on for a long, long time. Anyway, should we move on to the next story? Uh, Not yes. that we have a next um, story. There's the uh, people who climbed onto Parliament. Let's just see if we can find that. Oh, is this the Greenpeace people? I have no idea. Let's find out. I have some local news here. Brought to you directly from the epigraph. Well, are you going to read I? it? I don't know. Do you want to read your Greenpeace story? I can't find it. Well, I think I'll be reading this then. 130 Bristol students buy essays from the web. Uh, and this is due to Philip Nye, head of research. Data obtained by Epigram shows that Found it. 130 students at... Oh, you have to wait your turn. Uh -huh. At the University of Bristol bought essays from one online provider last year. 
UKessays.com, which claims to offer a legitimate service and not to promote plagiarism, suggests itself that this is a case of the middle classes buying an unfair advantage over poorer but more able students. The website describes its service as an educational research tool and claims that in 78% of cases, parents contributed to the cost of buying essays. A spokesman put this down to parents being more concerned about their children's success since the cost of... What were you doing? Turning off, turning off the vinyl input. It's nothing to do with you. Okay. I see. I wouldn't actually put it past you to actually put off my, put off my microphone. What do you mean like this? I'm sure you've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a spokesman put this down to the parents being more concerned about their children's success since the cost of university education rose up after top-up fees were introduced. According to the company, 90% of customers describe themselves as middle class. Uh, is, that a, is that the majority of the story, or is the rest uh, just examples? That's not even half of the story. Well, it, 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 it's local news. In fact, not only is it not only half the story, it continues on page two. Uh-oh. Wow. Okay, I found the news on the uh, protesters on the rooftop of Parliament. Should we hear that? Why not? Okay. A protest on the roof of Parliament against the expansion of Heathrow has ended after almost three hours. Campaigns who unfurled banners from Parliament were led away while Gordon Brown was taking part in Prime Minister's questions in the Commons. It is thought the group gained access using visitors' passes and made their way to the roof via uh, fire escape. Fire escape. That's it. Mr. Brown told MPs... Fire escape of the fire escape. Eggscape, yes, eggscape. It makes a lot of sense. Mr. Brown told MPs decisions had to be made in the chambers of this house. It's a quote, so shall I use squeaky voice? Why not? Yeah. Okay. It's traditional. <laughs> Mr. Brown told MPs decisions had to be made in the chambers of this house and not on the roof of this house. Protesters from the Plain Stupid group climbed on, onto the roof at about 9.30 in the morning, unfurled banners and threw down paper planes, which they said were made from documents obtained under the Freedom of Inconvenience Act. An inconvenience! The five protesters were led off peacefully and then searched by officers at about uh, 12.20 in the, um, in the afternoon. Please stop rustling. It's very off-putting. <laughs> I apologize. Continue. It's the epigram. Everybody has access to it. Yes, I know, but... It's either that or sing a song, and we have no news. I'm still reading a news. Um, one of them... Uh, I thought you were complaining about me. One of them, Richard George, said, We decided to let Gordon Brown get on with Prime Minister's questions, but we, said, but we just wanted him to know what it would be like to have an inconvenience above your head that you did not ask for. The protesters uh, coincided with the final day of the government's uh, consultation on the expansion plans. Protesters claimed the results had been fixed. A plain stupid uh, spokesman. Quote, just the word fixed. Exactly. Hence the fo- hence the voice. Uh, a plain stupid spokesman added, Two million Londoners face increased levels of noise while CO2 emissions from the airport would shoot up despite claims by Brown and he's committed to fighting climate change. Is this Gordon Brittus? Because it really sounds like it. Not, it's not that close. It was, it was, it was kind of close. Mm, is um, that what you were going for? No. Uh, it followed... A f- I've only got four voices. Uh, the, the next one's waiting. Uh. <laughs> it followed a, famili- a similar episode on Monday, where banners, when banners were draped over so a plane at Heathrow. the voice you use at the moment? <sighs> I don't know. <sighs> Not a very good choice. But anyway, continue. That's better than yours. <clears throat> open Parliament. They just quoted open. Um, <laughs> the buildings have been uh, basically just saying about security, which isn't as important. Oh, Howard, continue. taking an. Okay, uh, if you want to call in, uh, the number... 
Should we put on a song? Well, uh, no, 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 no songs. Um, if you want to call in, the phone. Continue, if you want Mike. to call in, the phone number is 0117 And if you're in halls, the number is four five triple seven, and that's actually free to call. If you have anything newsworthy you want to say, or if you know us and you want to say hello and get on the radio and be heard within a one watt yeah. radius of the signal. Um, anyway, That's fine. Um, I, I've been trying, if there's anything you really want to, to hear about, to also you can uh, enlighten us all. Calls to him plus <coughs> a text me. message. Um, ooh, the YouTube block. No, this is quite a big thing. Um, it's loaded. Um, details emerge on YouTube block. Pakistan has rejected claims that it was responsible for blocking global access to the YouTube video clip site. YouTube was hard to reach this week following yeah, 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 action. Helping me. And he's being really sensible. We're going to turn <laughs> off his mic. But a spokesperson, a spokeswoman from uh, Pakistan Telecoms Authority said the problems yeah. were caused by a malfunction elsewhere. Uh, I, I'm, I'm having this Missed a small paragraph there, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, dead end. We are not hackers. Why would we do that? Um, Shazada Alam Malik, head of the Pakistan Telecommunication Authority, PTA, told the AP News Service. The Peshawar office of the PTA issued a blocking order for YouTube last week in a bid to block access to a video clip the Pakistani government regarded as very blasphemous, in inverted commas. Uh, analysis by net monitoring from uh, Renesis shows that the problem of <laughs> problem, at its problems getting through the YouTube began as a result of the action taken by Pakistan Telecom to implement the block. Essentially, Pakistan Telecom took over some of the net addresses assigned to YouTube. So that was pretty interesting. Did you ever did you find uh, YouTube difficult to access in the last couple of days? Um, when did I last go on it? I think it was a few days ago to see a swearing postman Pat video, which I I've found very that. amusing actually. But we won't be playing that. No, not this week. We no, uh, last night I found it quite difficult to access YouTube. I was really? uh, doing some okay. script writing for the uh, Screen Test Award ceremony, which is this oh, Saturday. Is okay. Screen Test, uh, Screen Test, uh, it's the National Student Film Festival. Mm. I have a flyer. Because I can't well, hold it up everything. to the radio. Ooh, for the list. <laughs> Flyery. <laughs> it's the UK's only National Student Film Festival. It's from the 29th of February to the 2nd of March. That is this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's in the Bristol Union, Bristol Students' Union. Uh, tickets can be £5 for, for a day or £10 for the entire weekend. And they're available on the door or via the website, which is www.screentestfest.org.uk. Is it always held in Bristol? We host it, yes. Right. We created it um, in 2004. Uh, late 2004 started it in uh, early but it is a, it's like a nationwide phenomenon now isn't it yeah, um, yeah. Nation, nationwide yeah it's not worldwide we're just in the UK because I'm sure I saw a trailer for a film uh, where they actually refer to screen test um, Son they? of Rambo or something I'm sure I'm sure they refer to screen test on it I'll have to look into that thank you um, Friday <laughs> I might uh, be wrong this Friday we'll be hosting talks student films BAFTA screenings and the lock-in session which will feature all the uh, dark, action-y, violent, and disturbing films that we've received. Well, the best of those that we've received this year. And they will be shown at about uh, 10 o'clock in, uh, in the Union. Further information can be received from the website, which I'll read again in a second. Saturday, uh, more student films, workshops. It's got the award ceremony. And the festival party at 10 p.m. Uh, the award ceremony, which I am co-hosting with... Uh, I'm the Vice President of Filmmaking Society. Adam Butcher, the President, will also be hosting with me. We've been spending quite a lot of time of uh, writing that. It's going to be quite good. 
and Sunday, uh, nothing is it all, but... Is it always the president of the UBFS who does it? Or is <coughs> no, this is the first year where the committee of the filmmaking has been asked to, uh, okay. to do it. Did you ask to do it? Or did no, they no, they actually approached us. Uh, we were expecting them to get actors like they did for the past three years. What, what, it's, all, it's usually one of the committee members who writes the script, because we do a lot of script writing and that kind of thing. We know what's happening. Yes. Um, it was always uh, been Liam Kirby who wrote it, but now he's no longer in, in, uh, in Bristol. Well, he's no longer in the Bristol University. Mm-hmm. So they actually asked us to write it and host it. Wow. It's quite an honour. Is it going to go on your CV? I suppose it is. It's going to go on my back in a big tattoo. <laughs> when I'm very, very drunk. Um, yeah, Sunday, nothing but student films all day long. And that website again, because I'm, only, I'm sure you're all dying to visit it and you weren't listening earlier. Mm. Please visit www.screentestfest.org.uk. And we're sponsored by Shooting People, Leopard Films, Babelgum, BAFTA, and the University of Bristol Alumni Foundation. I think you should pay for that promotional spot that you've been gifted. No. (laughs) Okay. You won me over. Um, Shall we play a song, a very short song, the musical interlude? No. I think think we should read one more news thing. I think the listeners demand it. Um, I think we should read something about education. Let's look at the education section. Ah. Many teenage boys fail test grade. Um, four in ten boys aged 14 in England did not attain the level they were expected to in last year's national curriculum test final results show in the key stage 3 SATs 60% of boys achieved level 5 or above last year in English and maths and science girls did better 67% making the grade so the overall average was 64% in the tests which indicate how well they will probably do in GCSEs in 2009 in the individual subjects the results fell short, short of the government's targets it had hoped that 85% would be on level 5 or above in English and maths and 80% in science. The results, compiled and checked by, sh- by schools for official performance tables, showed 74% making the grade in English, 76% in maths, and 73% in, in science. Those were an improvement on one percentage point on the 2006 results in English and in science. The maths result was one point worse than in 2006, but that year had seen a three-point rise on the previous year. So if you're keeping track, that's a two-point rise from two years ago. There was a gap of about 20% points in each subject between the attainment in the most deprived and least deprived areas of the country. Innovative materials! School Minister Jim Knight said some schools had made excellent progress in recent years. It's crucial that other schools learn about from their example. The first three years in secondary school should provide pupils with a firm foundation for the rest of their academic life and is not a time for coasting, he said. (laughs) The key stage three results give a good indication of how pupils will achieve a GCSE and I am impatient to see more progress made and see more pupils reach the levels expected for 14-year-olds. And as they always you do... You actually were singing that. They've forgotten to put an end quotation marks. Actually, the whole rest of the article <laughs> is one quote and he quotes other stuff inside his quote. Thank think, you, BBC. That was Cockney singing, was not that? It was not really that Cockney. If you want Cockney singing, I can do Cockney singing for the for the quote. Do you want to hear Cockney singing? Yes, I think so. Okay, I've got to get I've got to get into character. Sorry. (laughs) Howard's mum. Howard's mum. (laughs) Howard's mum. To help this happen in case stage three, maths from this September will help the new and innovative case stage three, mathematics. Less materials available for schools. A new curriculum will allow greater flexibility and have increased teacher rate training bursaries for maths teachers to £9,000. <laughs> Governor. <laughs> 
I think that's <laughs> that enough from that, yeah. from that article. I think we'll be playing a song now. Um, let's let's, let's do chatting. Be. What have you been up to? Um, We've only got another eight minutes or so. That was the editors. And push your heads towards the air. Wait, it still is. Now it's not. Okay, um... I was talking to Howard in the break, and it, he doesn't know much about this topic, so he's not going to say much. The I'll de- go, mmm, a lot, and nod my head. <laughs> Trust me, I am. Chocolate. Mmm. There, he's, he's, he's perfect at that job, isn't he? Um, I should start at Howard Warren fan club. Yeah, that'd be Go do it, listeners. <laughs> You'll reach five by the end of tomorrow. Um, Considering there's five people listening, I'm quite impressed. Where, where do you have a counter? Uh, there's one on the computer somewhere. Okay. Um, anyway, my level's good. That's better. Ah. <laughs> um, HD DVD. That was Alec oiling his legs. Um, yeah, so Toshiba has now said, well, a few days ago they said that they are no longer um, making HD DVD players, and Microsoft has announced that they have stopped making HD DVD players, and all the big uh, companies have said they're officially moving to Blu ray. Mm. Well, one was always going to die out of HD DVD and Blu ray, weren't they? Because they came out at pretty much the same time. There was talk about a. Um, like uh, th- there was this kind of thing before with uh, DVD minus and DVD plus for recorders. Okay. Like DVD minus R and DVD plus R, and that was a big controversy for quite a while. But eventually, the bu- the recorders just did both. What does Blu-ray give you then that just regular DVDs don't, other than a better definition? Um, Which I think DVDs are such a good quality. Why would anyone really want to well, go to? They don't naturally provide a higher definition. They provide a higher capacity. Which means you can hold a higher, which means you can hold a, uh, a higher definition video on the, on the storage media. You could fit that resolution onto DVD, technically, right. but uh, you wouldn't be able to store much of it. A so Blu-ray disc may, can potentially hold fifty gigabytes. Potentially, but if it doesn't, then what motivation do no. people have for actually going out and replacing their DVD well, collection? Well, the Blu-ray discs you buy will be high definition standard. Yeah. Usually, ten eighty p. Ten eighty p. Yes, it's it's a video. St- Video format. Okay. <laughs> like ATP? Wow, maybe no, I will no, get no, some it's Blu-ray. It's not price. It's, like, the P stands for progressive scan. I see. And the 1080 stands for how many lines there are. Okay. You can get 1080p, you can get 1080i, you can get 720p, 720i. Do I need to go further? No, that's good. Do I need the to... more you speak, the more confused I get. Do you want to so. remind the listeners what course you do? History. Yay! What do I do? Engineering. What type? Electronic engineering. I see. This is my forte. Anyway, so now uh, Sony has been announcing loads of Blu-ray players, and uh, I saw on, uh, I think it was uh, Play.com or something, uh, they'd relisted their HD DVD players as DVD upscalers with HD DVD capability Mm. to try and shift their last few, and they were down from about 180 down to about 120 pounds after they've already been reduced. (laughs) There's going to be like the mini disc players from a few years ago. I liked mini disc players. Well, so did I. But they used it all the time. Yeah, they were good. But the point is, I mean, you don't, you can't buy mini discs anymore. Well, you never really could buy many. You could for a short amount of time, and they were going to be the next big thing. Well, there's Uh, a mini disc player in here. They are used very highly in radio. It's right there. It says mini disc. That, I'm guessing this was put in about the time Midas came out then. Uh, I'm I thought this place was re- renovated over the summer. Project Excalibur? No if you idea. know information about this, please ring in on... Uh, can you lean back, Howard? You're covering the number. 
0117-954-5777. Or if you're from Halls, you can call 45777 for free! Woo! You have one minute and 30 seconds to do it, though, because then the indie sock will be in. Yeah, like they were last week. <laughs> they do have a tendency to be late, admittedly. It, it's, or, or just it's not show up at all. To do. Totally. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> mm. So, I, Howard, I, 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 I can't have helped that, uh, that you're naked throughout this whole thing. <laughs> I've, I, I've tried to not mention it, but you're obviously aroused, well, and I, it's kind of disturbing me. <laughs> I, I know that, you know, we have a, a webcam, and I just thought... I don't know why I'm going on with this particular <laughs> thing, Alec. Listeners, let's move he, on is, to, he is not naked. Let's, let's move on to something else. He's obviously wearing a Anything. big jumper. No, no, he's just hairy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more news story. Is there too much sport on television, Alec? Yes. I noticed, I agree. I noticed that <laughs> Good there, were, there were a lot of complaints about three rugby games being shown on the BBC at the weekend. And I could not agree more. I could not really love. You could not agree more that there were three rugby games being shown at the same on BBC over the weekend. Here is IndieSock. No, it isn't. He is a member of IndieSock. And he's 20, f- sent 20 seconds early. Yeah. He's trying to cut into our time, Howard. What should we do? <laughs> do you know what? I don't mind. We have had no news. We've had so. plenty of news. I read about protesters. I read about... Uh, I wasn't really something else. And one other thing. <laughs> oh, something else. That Amy Winehouse. Apparently she's... She's done other stuff. That's that's the yeah. entertainment news for today. Cool. 